I kept hearing people say, State Street just isn't what it used to be. I wondered, what did it used to be like? In answering this question, I learned that some Madisonians are more focused on the long-term direction of State Street and its businesses than I thought. What's that long-term direction? And has State Street bounced back from the pandemic? If you've ever been to Madison, Wisconsin, you're probably familiar with State Street. It's Madison's own little Fifth Avenue or Magnificent Mile. It's a long, pedestrian-dominated shopping street connecting the Capitol building to the UW-Madison campus in a straight shot. And in 2020, like many business districts across the country, State Street was hit hard by the pandemic and some of the violent currents following the BLM protests. More than a fifth of businesses closed by the end of the summer. I moved to Madison in January 2021, having never heard of State Street. Once I got my bearings, the colorful commercial street seemed like a beacon of hope to me during the pandemic. Even when the world was shut down and it was easy to go an entire day without seeing another person, I could stroll down State Street and join the shoppers and the rollerbladers and the buttoned-up bureaucrats on their lunch break, as well as beefy UW dudes walking back to their dorms with their Chipotle orders. State Street remained a beacon for me when everything opened up in the summer of 2021. The first bar I went to post-pandemic was on State Street. The first conversations with Wisconsin natives and the first time experiencing the school spirit and alcohol tolerance of Badger students was all on State Street. Therefore, when I hear people call post-pandemic State Street into doubt and say that State Street will never be the same, I'm puzzled. If State Street is like this now, what did it used to be like? I went there to find out. Right now, State Street's quiet. Um, I think some of the boards are still up from the summer following the pandemic. It's nice to see some places coming back. I feel pre-pandemic, it was more lively, um, kind of Monday through Friday and then the weekends. Uh, Post-pandemic, I feel like it's kind of lost its touch a little bit. But it's sad to see a lot of the small businesses that have left a lot of properties and spaces for rent and for sale. And so I think State Street is quieter now than I've ever seen it. Less people, less businesses open, more businesses are closing. Yeah, definitely less. The ones that have been around for decades are still here, but um, yeah, it's starting to change a little bit yeah. for the better. Like I said, in the past few months, starting to see more pop up. I know they're building a lot of, a lot of stuff and adding things. Yeah, well, like a lot of kind of chains, though, like Target popped up. Yeah, I don't know Bell. what that was all about. <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, so kind of like the stores that can survive pandemic stayed, mm. but the mom and pop shops that couldn't kind of didn't stay. So kind of sad. Well, State Street's always been a wonderful place to go, but uh, I, I hate to see uh, more and more local businesses go out and be replaced by by you know things that you find anywhere else um, but just to see the small businesses go and to see the big multiplexes going up is it's a hard thing to watch happen to our state street though people were in agreement that state street is quieter than ever there was another story being told the decline in small businesses and the rise of chains examples of chains on state street right now include chipotle taco bell Jimmy John's, Five Guys, and Target, among many more. With the backing of corporate and monopoly power, chains can make business decisions that small businesses cannot, allowing them to nudge out the little guys. 
chains also send less money they make back into the local economy. I talked to the owner and the manager of a long-standing Madison small business, Michelangelo's Coffee Shop. So it was more, you felt a little bit more local, a little bit of a kind of a hippie atmosphere too sometimes, or right. you know, they have all of those little ethnic shops with uh, batik and with different types of uh, textiles and funky t-shirts, very uh, eclectic. That's how I would describe State Street always has been eclectic. One thing that I notice now is in um, right maybe in the 2010s and beyond, uh, a lot of the independent businesses have disappeared. There was uh, like in the early 2000s or late 90s, there seems to be more choices for uh, independent restaurants. It seems like now we have restaurants, but a lot of chains. Chains come in and they really cause um, a lot of disruption. They're disruptors. So they spend $10 million or $5 million or $2 million on a store on State Street. So they put a lot of the smaller guys out of business. And even the chains, after a while, if their numbers are not met, they just close it. For a historical perspective, I turn to Stu Levitan. Stu has written several books on the history of Madison and has lived here since the 70s. I met Stu in the library where he spends almost 10 hours a day combing through microfilms for his latest project. 527 State Street mm -hmm. is now a Jimmy John's. It's a, subway, it's a subway sandwich place owned by a guy who does big game hunting, right? Who, mm -hmm. who kills animals. In the 1960s, it was a beatnik coffee shop called The Pad, and among the people who played at The Pad, and this is documented, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan sat on a piano at The Pad with a, a blues guy named Danny Kalb, who at the time was a freshman at the University of Wisconsin, and they played for the basket. Bob Dylan played at a beatnik coffee shop on State Street that is now a Jimmy John's. That's pretty much all you need to know about the decline of State Street. It seems that there are two stories of State Street change here. The first coming from the younger generation that sees a State Street quieted by the pandemic and is waiting for a return. The second is people who know State Street from before the Jimmy Johns and the Target and who have been watching what they see as its decline long before we were ever forced off the streets and into our homes. A big thanks to Tim Anderson for the music. A big thanks to Tim Anderson for the music. I'm outside the Jimmy John's. I'm outside the... I'm outside. I'm outside the Jimmy John's. I'm outside the Jimmy John's. I'm